0: All right, good morning. Welcome to a Catch My Two podcast. Catch My Two is defined as an absurd situation that uh, you have trouble getting out of due to circumstance. Sometimes that's what life feels like, isn't it? Get in the car every morning, drive to work, get on a train, go drive to the train station, get on the train, go to work, turn around. On a train, get back in your car, come back home. It's just this never ending cycle that, well, just frankly, there's no end in sight. But we try to be an uplifting podcast here. <laughs> don't want to talk. Uh, don't get too much into the muck. You know, there's too much of that shit in life anyway, so we're not going to try and do that. We do it with uh, yeah, a little bit of a light heart. We have to today. If you listen to the podcast at all, yesterday I talked about uh, my weekend. And uh it's not a great weekend. I'm not gonna get into it again, but uh basically, my mother's in the hospital, and we're uh still trying to figure out what's going on with that. So we're in standby mode right now. Hope to have some answers today uh, oh we, we we waited all weekend for a fucking doctor Oh, uh, you can't you won't be until Monday, so you know we don't know anything until Monday blah 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 guy never fucking showed up yesterday. I mean I know I know he's important. I know he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot of patience, not just not just uh, us, you know, but come on man. Waiting all fucking weekend. And then like, you know, my brother takes off today. Whatever. So it's just a whole fucking thing. On top of what's actually important, you know, the the important matter at hand. So whatever. Just if today he comes and he's brilliant, then uh, and he has a, we hear good. Th- well, look, I mean, some of it's our health. He can't make up good answers, but uh, you know, if, we're, if we if we start trending in the right direction, uh, and his input is helpful and positive. Then you know, I'll give him a little bit of leeway. <laughs> so that's it. I'm not, again. I don't want to get too much into that. Um, sometimes it's fun to talk about what's going on in my life. This is not a particular moment when that is accurate. Uh, I will say work's been great. For all the fucking shit I talk about work, they've been great. Uh, Very understanding and I appreciate them being accommodating as, you know, I might not be able to be. Um, I might have to be taking a couple days here and there, you know, as we get all this figured out. And then we'll be leaving early today. So, we'll see. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Last night, Monday Night Football game. If you were one of the people kind of... grudgingly accepting the new NFL as his offensive first... pass deep, no defense... Uh, type league. And you were very... If you're begrudgingly accepting it or if you're angry that this is the new norm, I got news for you, man. That fucking Rams-Chiefs game, that was weeks ago. And it was one fucking game between two great offensive teams. Last night in Seattle, the Seahawks showed that their defense, it's not the Legion of Boom, but they ain't dead yet. And you get them at home, man. Holy shit. I mean, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins couldn't do a goddamn thing. Really, I mean, he was rushed constantly. People, oh, there's always pressure on him. And I've The Vikings' defense looked pretty good, too. I mean, they only gave up two field goals um, until that late. Oh, let's see what. Yeah, it was, well, it was two field goals and then uh, a late touchdown. On a, on a good drive, uh, what the fuck happened on that drive? With the lock, oh, that was after the after the block field goal. It was six nothing. They blocked the field goal. Questionable call on the block, but whatever. It's done. It's over with. I'm pissed because I'm pissed because I had fantasy implications. So, uh, and I was going against Seattle's defense, but you don't care about that. So I was pissed. But I tra- got a look. I can't watch games like that. I mean, I do. But you can't watch games like that oh, with your fantasy. It's the playoffs so though, a little different. So fuck it wasn't week, it wasn't week two. So go fuck yourself, if you're a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the block field goal that led to a touchdown, and then they two point conversion made it 14, and then they did score a late a late touchdown, and uh, Minnesota added a late touchdown themselves. And I lost 21-7. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a field position game, really. I mean, it's 3 nothing after the first half. I didn't see much of the first half. I didn't get home till late. But, I mean, just a defensive battle. And, yeah, I don't mind, you know, make make the quarterbacks make decisions. There was no real, I don't know if, I don't think they really threw any picks. Cousins were very, very cautious. Uh, I don't remember seeing any turnovers. Until that blocked, so that blocked punt, uh, blocked um, field goal. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. Look, it's a long, it's a long fucking season, all right. And you're not gonna, you can't pin down what the NFL is with one game. So, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> But certainly, from last night's game and Sunday night's game, it's safe to say the defense is not dead. Okay, especially with these home field advantages like Chicago and Seattle, you got to go in there and play. And probably, you know, Minnesota. I don't. I'm not sure that they had that same home field advantage. I don't. That that place is too new to really. <laughs> or hey, if you're Miami and New England's coming to the town, there's your home field advantage right there. That's not. That was not a defensive home field advantage though. So. all. I want... I, that's a whole That's a whole other thing. What, what the hell happened in Miami there? I didn't even realize... Like, I was watching that game in the hospital. I didn't realize Gronk was the last man back. And it was 10... They kicked the 10 out through a 70-yard Hail Mary. And they... And they. Not only that, they, they put their best defensive player on their bench for it? I don't know. That seems... I, I just don't... I feel like Belichick's always playing like six... Six moves ahead of everybody, so like what what's the end game here? Like, I don't think you wanted to lose. I don't think you wanted to give up that ridiculous uh lateral, lateral touchdown, but uh yeah. What the fuck happened? But now they got Pittsburgh next week. Pittsburgh needs to win. Pittsburgh's lost three in a row. Pittsburgh needs to win. So uh, let's see. What else have we got? Uh, you know what the fuck I want to talk about, man. The, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame has gone and fucking embarrassed itself. It absolutely has completely collapsed on itself. Uh, first of all, the inductions of two people who have no right being—people are giving Lee Smith the pass. He has no right being in the fucking Hall of Fame, man. Was he? Was he a good closer? Yes, was he the first of the era? Yes. That's it. That is it. Alright. He was not dominant on a great team. He wasn't he never you know, he never won a Cy Young. He never he never like it was an Eckersley type club. I guess Eckersley as a as a Hall of Famer only because of what he did. Uh, over his career. He started and he closed. Uh he won Cy Youngs. He won MVPs. I mean, Lee Smith didn't do any of this shit. Come on, man. This is just revisionist history. You know? we, have, we're great, we have great closers now. I mean, I don't think Trevor Hoffman should be in. I don't think Lee Smith should be in. I think they're like the same type of guy. I think Mariano, for what he did in the playoffs, for what he did over. And not, he was great for his entire career. He didn't have, he didn't fade away at the end. Okay. He was he was great for. He was exactly the same pitcher in 1996 that he was when he retired in uh 2012, whatever it was. So people are giving Lee Smith a, tra- a pass. I didn't even look at the fu- Lee Smith does not belong in the Hall of Fame. But the Harold Baines thing is egregious, all right? I liked Harold I like Harold Baines. Nice hitter, smooth swing. I fucking liked Harold Baines, but I would have taken the three people on the ballot that didn't make it over him. I mean, give me Joe Carter. Joe Carter's a better player than Harold Baines. Will Clark's a better player than Harold Baines. And Albert Bell's a much better player than Harold Baines. I get why Albert Bell's not getting in. He was a prick. And not, not for than <laughs> Not that you have to be like, the nicest guy in the world. Eh, those kind of grudges, kind of, it's kind of fun. <laughs> and he was a prick. It's funny to me. Like, when a guy gets his kind of comeuppance because he was a douchebag, I don't know. Like, it brings a little smile on that face. A little justice. I mean, yeah, I know it's a bunch of nerds voting on it. The writers voting on it. But, I mean, Harold Baines has, like, friends. I guess his Tony La Russa had a vote. Managed them. I guess there's a guy. I don't know. Everybody's name's involved. But, I guess he had two or three. I think it was, like, maybe three or four people in the room voting for him in a room where he needed 12 votes that he like had personal contact with. He's not a fucking Hall of Famer, man. Not at all. Okay. And I'm sick and look, so you bring up, I bring up immediately Don Batty because he was great. It was a short period of time, but he was fucking great. Okay. His, give me... His best three years against Harold Bain's best three years, hands down, better better years, man. I mean, what's the fucking standard here? You had, to be, you had to play for a long time and be serviceable. This is a lifetime achievement award. That's what Harold Baines was. He played a fucking long time, and he was service, serviceable. Don Mattingly was great for a short period of time, and injuries derailed him. And You know what? He's still very fucking good. And his one fucking playoff appearance, he hit, like, 360. Right? I don't understand what the fuck's keeping this guy out. If Harold fucking Baines can get in, open the fucking floodgates, anybody could get in. I think was a gold-glover. I think he had more all-star appearances than Harold Baines. Harold Baines had six in 22 years. Everybody said two top ten MVP finishes. He finished ninth and tenth. That was it. Two top ten finishes, and those finishes were once he was finished ninth, and once he was tenth. No gold gloves. Mattingly. Half is like seventy-five percent of his career. He had we won a gold glove, batting titles, Little league and ribbies, MVPs, one MVP. A slicker glove as you'll see at first base. Eight dingers and eight dingers in eight games in a row. You know, like, come on, man. How how Don Mattingly is not considered for the Hall of Fame after Harold Bates... Look, I think I think Mattingly's a better player than Kirby Puckett was. I heard somebody fucking talking yesterday about how Kirby Puckett's longevity. I, I don't. And his cut down in his prime? I mean, yeah, that was a disaster what happened to Kirby Puckett. And I and I loved Kirby Puckett and my heart breaks for what happened. He caught that fastball to the eye in his career. But that was not the prime of his career. He had the prime of his career. All right. Maddenly was cut down in the prime of his in the prime of his career with a back injury in the late eighties and he was never the same. It was he still he was still really good in the nineties. It's just fucking brutal, man. Same thing goes for Keith Hernandez, who's not as nice of a stick as Mattingly. But a good stick. And a slick glove, man. And as good as a glove as Zarebi was at first base. And I say that for the both of them. I think they were both great defensive first basemen. Which, if you want to fucking rewrite history, tell me who the fucking best defensive first baseman in the league is today. You don't get guys like Madeline and Keith Hernandez anymore. You don't get them. They don't exist. Okay, these guys. I don't. I don't fucking get it. Harold Harold Baines, what a fucking joke. Uh, give me fucking Will Clark over him, man. Or are you going to let fucking Harold Baines in? Top 10 MVP twice. Give me a fucking break. So, another thing with New York baseball. I guess uh, winter meetings started up yesterday. Immedi- immediately, there's uh, rumors flying all around. One of them is that Noah Syndergaard. Um, there's talks between the Yankees. The Marlins and the Mets. That woulds a move that would send Noah Syndergaard to the Yanks, would send J.T. Realmuto to uh, to the Mets. And who the fuck knows who the Marlins get? <laughs> I would guess it would be like a guy. It would be prospects with maybe like Florial or something like that going to Miami. Who knows who the Mets have in their system? But. You know, the thing is, uh, Brody Van Wagenen, who I've not talked about on this podcast very much, I don't, uh, you know, let's get to know the guy a little bit, um, the, the agent-turned-GM. A couple things here. First, he said that he doesn't want to fill a hole by creating a hole, right? That makes sense. You don't want to get rid of strength. You don't want to weaken a strength to... You know, to make something out to strength. It's just kind of that's kind of addition by subtraction, and um, that's exactly addition by subtraction, and probably counterintuitive for him. The other thing is this, though. He he's new there. He brought in Cano. This guy wants to make a little bit of a splash. So, <clears throat> if he thinks that he can make do with his pitching staff without Syndergaard. Not for nothing. Sending a star pitcher to the Yankees is something that I'm not sure any GM in Mets history would ever have done. That would be a, that would be a, a completely new endeavor for a Mets GM. A completely ballsy endeavor too. I mean, for this guy to go and you send your number two pitcher to the Yanks. I mean, you're gonna hear about that's your career-defining moment right there. I mean, holy shit! You're you're fucking. You are taking a major risk if you send. I mean, if Syndergaard were to win anything with the Yankees, and the Mets have a season like they do, and they kind of fade away, like they did the past few years, and there's and the Mets have nothing going for them. I mean that. I mean that would be. Uh, but on the other, another, side of things, I mean, I, I think uh, perfect world. They wouldn't mind playing the Yankees in the World Series. So, uh, again, and imagine having to go after, imagine Syndergaard going going up against the Mets. At that point, though, if they got that far, I think they would be okay with the trade. (laughs) If they got to the World Series and they had to face Syndergaard, I think they'd be okay with the trade. I don't know. As a Yankee fan, I mean, if you could could get Syndergaard, that'd be great, man. Okay? I don't know who you're giving up for him. I mean, the two big names come from the other two teams here. So you're giving up, excuse me, you're giving up prospects, I'm assuming, uh, to get them. So, all right, one other thing. We got to pull up, pulling up to this train station here. I'm sorry, this wasn't a great cast. I'm a little bit out of it this week. I'm doing all right. I told you yesterday, I'm not fucking stopping, never stopping, Um You know this thing—a uh, catch twenty-two podcast, twenty-two minutes of my day. that I get to do this. It's, it's it now. I'm done. I'm gonna, it's gonna be gonna be doing it for the foreseeable future. I don't care if he's fucking listening or not. Uh, thank you to my two listeners. <laughs> uh, I gotta mention this one thing, man. I just can't stand when these people fucking do this shit. But Stephon Curry came out yesterday and said he didn't believe, but well, we never we landed on the moon. This has been debunked over and over and over again, man. Stop with this shit, please. Stop with this shit. Welcome to the Union Station Garage. Please like, take to, to fucking say something like that is ignorant on so many levels. He's just such a nice thing with that girl and the shoes last week, and now we just fucking go in the gates by being an idiot, like talking like an uneducated doofus. Just fucking keep your mouth shut okay did you see like one youtube video that said that we didn't land on the moon a conspiracy theorist here fuck oh, man all right i gotta go bad timing but i gotta go um catch my train thanks very much for listening if you didn't make it this far go fuck yourself have a great fucking day if you did make it this far and don't take any shit from anybody i'll talk to you tomorrow thanks